Well, hey there, and welcome back. You're listening to another episode of the Lifestyle Entrepreneur Podcast, and I'm your host, Michelle Reese. I'm so glad that you guys have decided to tune in today. I'm not sure uh, what day you're listening to this or where you're listening from, but I hope it is beautiful and sunny. We are starting to see some uh, amazing summer weather come our way, and I think it's really helping to lift everyone's spirits and and really just re-energize us. Um, I know that I've been busy and I'm hearing from a lot of you guys that you guys have been busy as well. I think when we get these moments of pause, we either, you know, find things to do in our business, uh, to really brush up on our skills. And I know a lot of you have been spending some time doing and focusing on education and learning. In fact, last week I was teaching, uh, I've been teaching a lot, uh, recently and, and last week I was teaching this class on digital marketing and, and there was a comment made or a question made, and that's kind of what prompted today. Um, we were focusing on branding and we were looking at some of those pillars, you know, to that guide our content creation. And at the end of the session, like I, like I tend to do, I, I offer up a few, uh, Instagram bio edits where I kind of just go through and offer some suggestions and, and, you know, tips on, on how you can really maximize those 150 characters that we have available to us. And so as we were going through that, one of the questions right at the end of the session was, um, whether or not, um, I felt it was important to have an aesthetically pleasing visual feed. So on Instagram specifically, cause that's what we were talking about, you know, do I think it's important to have a feed that, uh, looks pretty and is consistent with color. And this person went on to share with, you know, that they hadn't really started on digital marketing yet because they were waiting for it to be perfect and really wanted to focus on what their color palette was going to be and come up with the design. And then they elaborated on how, you know, they've been seeing, uh, these Instagram, uh, influencers and anyways, they were kind of just comparing themselves, I guess, in a way. Um, but the key, the key thing that, that struck, uh, that struck me and that really stuck out was what, that they had acknowledged that there was a need, a valid need for them to be online, uh, but yet they hadn't started. And so really for the sake of answering that question on whether or not I thought it was important to have an aesthetic feed, I answered with a simple yes. Um, you know, we want to put things out there that are a good representation of who we are, that are visually pleasing and attractive, but not at the expense of action. And that's what I was kind of, uh, seeing with this particular agent was they knew that there was a valid need for them to be there, but they hadn't yet done so because they were waiting for that perfect moment, waiting for it to be perfect. And I started reflecting on like, how many times have we held ourselves back from doing things that are important, uh, because we have this idea in our minds of how it should look. So in this case, she knew she had to be on social media and, you know, she was waiting for this idea of perfection. And so in waiting and her holding off on engaging in that task, she was actually hurting her business. I mean, she knew her, her ideal clients were on social media. She knew that her database was on social media. And so she was missing out on engagement opportunities there. And even more so, I mean, especially in the courses I've been teaching, I've really been driving that point home that people are spending 40% more time on their cellular devices on social media than they ever have been before. And so huge opportunities right now, especially because, you know, we, we can't get out there face to face doing what we used to do naturally. Um, and so I'm not saying everybody has to be on social media, but in this particular case, this is, this is what the case was for the agent. And so it was, you know, 
it wasn't so much what she was doing as what she was not doing. And that was just a really small example of, of what I find we do to ourselves every day. We do to our businesses every day, which is why I wanted to spend some time talking about progress over perfection. Now, anyone who has ever done a DISC assessment with me is familiar with sort of those DISC personality traits. Now, I'm a high C, which means I really hold accuracy and correctedness at a high standard. Like, I like things to be done properly. I take my time to prepare. And I can honestly share that this single trait alone has held me back more than anything else has. It has helped when you know, the situation or the task at hand calls for accuracy and things being correct and done properly. But that ideal of trying to strive for that perfection has held me back more than anything else. I've spent a good portion of my life, you know, looking around me, being involved in, in the business, um, and creating this ideal of what I thought a business owner should be like. And you know what? That ideal was not a reflection of me. It didn't take into account my personal strengths and how they could be used. It didn't take into account my greater sense of purpose and what my unique value is that I bring to the table. So I ended up using someone else's picture or ideal as a comparison or this measuring tool for how I was measuring up and who I should be and how well I was doing. And where do you think that got me? (laughs) everywhere except for where I really wanted to be. I could never, and I can never measure up to someone else's ideal because I'm not that person. I didn't have those strengths. I didn't have that personality trait. And so I always felt like I wasn't enough. Like I didn't know enough. I wasn't ready enough. And so I would stop myself from doing things. I would stop myself from being powerful in my own way, which meant I was avoiding tasks Um, and, and I was doing things that were not aligned with me. Now I know I'm not alone in this because I share this experience with many realtors in the industry and they echo the same sentiments. And in the work I do, I see it all the time. I see agents getting into the industry and they attach themselves to this idea of what things should look like or what they should look like or what their business should look like. And of course they never measure up. And then they start looking for systems that have worked for someone else, hoping that it's going to work for them. And it doesn't. And you know why, because it's not aligned. So when you look at your business and here's sort of, you know, where I always go back to lifestyle entrepreneurship, when you look at your business through the lens of lifestyle entrepreneurship, you're always looking for ways of aligning your actions with your intentions or your purpose. Meaning, you know, your strengths, you're clear on your vision and you're connected to the greater sense of why your greater sense of why. So every action you take is aligned and connected with that. Now that's really where happiness and fulfillment and abundance comes from, but we don't do that. We take someone else's word that, you know, or someone else's idea of a system that worked for them. And we hope that it's going to create success if we follow that same system or we follow that same path. In fact, lead generating is probably the single most important action in your business. And it's the one that seems to get affected most by this idea of perfection. So you know, here's what tends to happen. And if you're new, uh, a new realtor listening to this, this will probably resonate. And if you've been in the industry for a while, kind of just think back, but you watch training videos of someone rhyming off a powerful script, and then you try mirroring that. And this is what we're trained to do, right? And it, it doesn't feel right. That's the problem. And it doesn't work. 
And so then you start creating this internal dialogue that, oh, maybe I'm not ready, or maybe I'm not good enough, or maybe I just have to practice more, or I'm not going to go out there and do this because, you know, it's not where it needs to be. And then that feeling of not being enough doesn't allow you to get out there. It doesn't allow you to get out there and make calls or attempt to generate leads. Like it just doesn't happen. So what ends up happening is you stay safe. And then you start focusing on things that feel less threatening, things that are more aligned to you, but without that clarity or that vision of really making sure that we're hitting those most important pillars in our business, we end up doing things that uh, are not really in action. Like I kind of always talk about being uh, in action or out of action. And so when we're in action, we're doing things that are the most important elements to our business. We're hitting those most important pillars. And when we're out of action, we kind of trick ourselves into believing we're working, right? We're focusing on things that maybe really don't matter as much. Um, and so we focus on these things because they're less threatening because again, we're not measuring up. We're not, we're not feeling that less than, and when we operate in this way where we're using, you know, where we're using someone else's ideal, or we have a picture in our mind of how things should be, we're really operating from a fixed mindset because we're believing that there's one, only one way. Like this is the ideal. This is how you do it. This is how business should be done. And until you measure up to that, you're stuck. And a fixed, the thing about a fixed mindset is it really likes perfection, right? It needs to have that idea of perfection. That's what feeds the cycle. And where we need to start focusing is more on the progress than on the perfection. And progress is really a reflection of what is known as a growth mindset, which is really an important skill um, and mindset trait to have in entrepreneurship. A growth mindset, it doesn't look at one ideal. So it's not going to say, this is how you should do it and do it my way and mirror this. It recognizes, we recognize that there are differences. We recognize that we are all different, that we all have our own strengths and values that we bring to the table. And it recognizes that we're here to improve and grow. And in order to do that, we, we have to follow what's right for us. It has to be a reflection of us. And so progress isn't about reaching one single ideal. It's, it's about working on improving and growing, you know, from where you were yesterday Perfection feeds that fear and judgment, which is why we stop ourselves. Um, because if it doesn't look a certain way, then we're not going to do it because we don't want to fail or look bad. And so it just feeds and perpetuates the cycle. Whereas progress focuses and feeds growth. It encourages us to really take that first step because only if we take that first step, can we ever improve, right? If we never move anywhere and we always stay safe, then how do we know what needs to be refined? Um, and, and so we don't push ourselves to stay in action. Perfection keeps us stuck. Progress helps us to move forward. And so here's what I want to, um, want you guys to do or think about doing. I want you to really reflect on what areas of your business or your life are you holding yourself back from showing up to because you don't feel enough. Those are those areas that we really need to reframe. And I know this feeling of enough comes through and it shows up in so many different ways. We can call it imposter syndrome. We can call it, you know, whatever we want to call it. It's a confidence issue. Um, but we have to empower ourselves to really look at all aspects of our business and life and really question whether or not we truly feel like we're not enough and whether we don't have the skills or whether we feel that way because we're measuring ourselves up to an unattainable goal. 
that's the perfection cycle. So always leaning back into progress. So looking at your business, looking at your life, where are you holding yourself back from really showing up because you feel like you're not enough or don't have enough? Those are the areas that you need to reframe. And so what I mean by reframe is I mean, really looking at, um, are those the tasks or the areas of your life that are important? Number one, that are really truly a measure of whether or not you're staying in action in your business um, and really looking at where you can lean into progress over perfection. So remember, progress keeps you in action. Perfection keeps you stuck. And if you're going to achieve that freedom, fulfillment, and that financial success that you that we talk about that you want, then you need to be staying in action. And more importantly, you need to be staying in aligned action. And that's kind of where I just sort of wanted to have the conversation because I think that that's an area that we, we all get stuck in. And really in, in a lot of the work that I do with realtors, that seems to be the one that pops up the most where we, you know, you stop yourself from doing things that you know that you need to get done because you don't feel like you're ready. And I just, I, I want to encourage you to question that because I think if you have your license, if you have the desire and you have the will and you have a vision behind what you want it to look like, I think it's just about realigning and making sure that the actions that you're taking, that the goals or the the, the plan that you have set for yourself is really one that's in alignment with you. And that's what I mean when I say aligned action. So I hope that was a a little bit helpful um, and maybe sparked a few ideas for you about, you know, looking at your, your life, where you might be stuck, where you're not seeing the results that you want and really questioning whether or not you're holding yourself back for valid reasons or whether it's just the, that spiral um, circuit of perfection and that fixed mindset of, of, of maybe unconsciously believing that there's only one way to do it. And it has to look this way. Um, and really, really leaning into progress. So whenever you can, it's progress over perfection. So if it's something as little as, you know, not doing your social media strategy because you're waiting for it to look perfect, don't stop that. Stop that, that idea that it has to look a certain way and just take the first step and refine it from there. Nothing we do is ever going to be perfect. Um, It's always, always, always about the progress. Well, that's all I have for today, guys. Thank you so much for joining me. And if you haven't already, I would love if you subscribe to the podcast. You can do that on all major platforms. And while you're there, I would really be grateful if you left a review. It really does help others find the podcast and it helps me to know what you love and what's resonating with you. Well, have an awesome day ahead, whatever day of the week it is for you. And I look forward to seeing you back here, same time, same place next week. Bye for now.